Welcome to AT Parenting Survival Podcast, where you get support and guidance through the chaos of parenting. Here's your host, child therapist, Natasha Daniels. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the AT Parenting Survival Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about social anxiety. So if you have a child who is socially anxious, this episode is for you. And if you have a child who you think is maybe struggling socially, this episode might be for you as well. And if you even have social anxiety, you might find some tidbits that can help. This is an important week because this week only I am part of a parenting bundle that is including my social anxiety online class. And my social anxiety class is normally $127 by itself, but just for these three days, and actually today is the second of the three days. So we're already in the middle of this bundle. It will be for $97, but it's not just my social anxiety class. You will get 13 other parenting online classes from premier parenting experts in the field. And it's included in the $97 price. So super cool. Um, I love when I am approached to participate in these bundles because they are a complete steal. So it's a win-win because they are like a crazy deal for the people that I help. And also it's nice for me to participate and get in front of other people's audiences that don't know me so that they can know my work too. So I will talk more about that at the very end. And I will go through the classes that you would get alongside mine for less than what my class costs. Super cool. But I want to talk to you right now about the three things to avoid when you're parenting a child with social anxiety. These are things that sometimes we do wrong and some things that we just don't even do because we don't realize that they're completely related to social anxiety. So the first thing is you don't want to forced your kids to have social interactions. And I know that can sound really weird, especially if you're an extroverted parent, you might feel like you just have to kind of push your child out there in the crowd and let them sink or swim because they just need to get their feet wet. And really that's not the best way to go about social anxiety. Now on the flip side, you can have a parent who is maybe socially anxious themselves And we discourage social interactions. We cocoon our kids. We go to birthday parties with them. We avoid play dates because we know that it will make our kids too socially anxious, but we don't work on building any skills. So it's a continuum of parenting styles, right? You don't want to be too aggressively encouraging them or forcing them to be socially active, but also you don't want to be uh, a recluse. <laughs> so somewhere in the middle is good, but I do feel like it's also important to mention because I have had social anxiety for decades. Didn't even realize I had social anxiety because social anxiety loves to hide and normalize your thoughts and fears and make you feel like that's just the way that you are. And it's just the way that you think and that your thoughts are reality. You know, people really just don't like you and not that it's anxiety. That's like the hardest part about social anxiety. My online class, I do go into my own story in detail about how I overcame that 
Um, in every lesson, I talk a little bit about my experience. Actually, I think there's a video lesson, a bonus video lesson that is just my entire story, my entire social anxiety story and how, um, it impacted me and how I fought back and eventually how I started to feel really confident about who I am and not care what other people think. But the, the class will walk you through step-by-step how to get to that point as well. So it's not, it's not my story. It's just one little bonus lesson about me. But I do have to say that when I was a child, my mom would, would unintentionally shame me. And so I think when you have parents who don't understand social anxiety, they might say things like, um, go out and make friends, or you only have friends with one person, you know, why don't you talk to more people? Or when you're on the playground, you know, instead of just having your one best friend, you know, you need to go and, and make more friends because it's important that you have lots of friends. And that's really coming from a perspective of not understanding your child and your child's anxiety. And it makes them feel bad. You know, I remember my mom saying things like that and it would eat me up for days because I'd feel like a failure. I'd feel like a social failure. Like, oh gosh, I only have one friend. What's wrong with me? And sometimes when, when my mom was upset with me and we were arguing, she would say things like, no wonder why people don't like you, <laughs> which was mean. I know she didn't really mean it. You know, we say hurtful things when we're upset, but those, those comments stayed with me and they added to my social anxiety because my social anxiety always told me that people don't like you. Um, people in, just innately don't like you. And I had my mom's voice in my head as well. So you want to be careful, even when you're joking, what you say to your socially anxious kids. Because social anxiety is driven by the fear of rejection, the fear of criticism, and the fear of being judged. And so ultimately, the fear of being alone. And you can be an introvert who really enjoys being alone, but you want it to be your choice, not everybody else's choice, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like, for example, I'm a, I'm a big introvert. I really don't have really any friends. Um... I have acquaintances, but my husband's my best friend and my, my kids keep me busy and I'm so introverted that I don't have any extra energy to, to expend, to be in a social situation. It's just, it would exhaust me, but because I have dealt with my social anxiety, I realize that it's okay. Like I'm okay not being social because I'm just an introvert. Whereas in the past, I would avoid any situations because I was socially anxious. So there is this weird fine line. And somebody in my private Facebook group asked me that question. They said, how do I know what is just being an introvert and what is social anxiety? And the key difference is if you're socially anxious, you don't want to be in crowds and you don't want to be around people because you're worried about rejection and criticism. You're really insecure. You're self-conscious. When you're just an introvert and you want to stay home, it's because you're tired and people deplete your energy and you just don't feel it. But if you had to go, it wouldn't be anxiety producing. And unfortunately, things like that get smushed together. Like for me, it was smushed together. And so I couldn't differentiate between I didn't want to go because I was an introvert versus I didn't want to go because I'm so worried people are going to judge me. So it is a weird smushed situation. (laughs) in my clinical terms. And so you want to differentiate those. 
what you're trying to do is boost up your child's self-confidence and paranoia. Well, don't boost up the paranoia, but boost up their self-confidence, reduce their paranoia so that if they were in a social situation, yeah, they may not be ecstatic about it because if they're an introvert, they wouldn't be, but they're not feeling anxious about it. And they might be an extrovert. And so once they get rid of their social anxiety, they blossom and they love it. So that's the difference. So the first step is you don't want to force them to be social. And I'll get into why in a minute. You don't want to shame them. Um, And even if you inadvertently are shaming them, you may not think it's shaming, but joking, anything about judgment or criticism or their friends don't like them or even mocking them. I have a lot of kids I work with and they come from very jokey families and, and the family culture is to kind of be very taunting and mocking and, you know, humorous and funny, but at the expense of whoever they're teasing, socially anxious people cannot handle that and they never will. So that's something that you want to be cognizant about with your kids. If that's kind of like your family culture is to kind of poke fun at people You don't want to do that with your socially anxious child. And it doesn't mean they're like devoid of humor or they can't be easygoing. It's just, if that's their anxiety, you're like poking at their anxiety and then they're going to file that away and use that against them later. It's like if someone was afraid of spiders or bugs, you know, you wouldn't taunt them with spiders and bugs every day, throwing spiders everywhere. And if you did, you know, that's not really nice. (laughs) So You want to be aware of how you're interacting with your kids because you don't want to add to their social anxiety inadvertently. Number two, I have three points to this. So the first one was forcing them to be social or shaming them. The second one, and this isn't going to seem like it's related to social anxiety, but it really is at the core of social anxiety is you want to help your child identify who they are. So you want to build them up. And you want to help them. I always tell my kids and the kids in my practice, you have two choices. You can let other people define you or you can define yourself. If you let other people define you, you will always be insecure and you'll always be dependent on how other people are viewing you at any given time. And that will change. And it won't always be pretty because people are judgmental. There's a sprinkle of a lot of mean people out there and you really don't want to give them the power to define you, to say, this is who you are. You're funny or you're smart or you're cute or you're ugly or you're dumb or you're rude or you're talented. I don't want to give that power to someone else because nobody knows me better than I know myself. And you want to teach your kids that you know yourself the best. So why would you let other people define who you are? Because they might be wrong. And then, so you want to help them figure out what does that mean? So I normally target three different areas when it comes to who people are, um, with, with anyone, kids, teenagers, adults, you want to look at three different areas because this is kind of the three different areas that we sit with when it comes to identifying who we are as a person. And you want to look at what skills do you have? So what is your child talented? What, what makes them tick? What are they like amazing at? And it can be anything. Maybe they're really good at building Legos, or maybe they are really good at, Um, cooking. Maybe they're great at dance or soccer. So look at a skill, like a concrete skill. And then you want to look at appearance. Even though we try to teach our kids that it's what's in the inside, not the outside, they're not going to care. And social anxiety is not going to care. We all, unfortunately, care about our looks. 
So you want to hone in on what are one or two things that your child loves about the way they look. And if they say nothing, you want to really get them to eventually say something. And that is an area you want to highlight. And lastly, what is it about their personality that they love? So you want to find some personality attributes that they identify with that nobody can take away. For example, not to talk about myself so much, but one of my strengths slash weaknesses is that I'm, I'm a little bit too selfless. Um, so I tend to put other people ahead of me a lot of times, and I had to learn to not do that as much. But if somebody were to say to me, Natasha, you're so selfish. You're like the most selfish person I ever met. I would laugh at them. Like that's not one of my insecurities because that is a core value that I know I have. I am a selfless person. I'm not saying that in a braggy way. I just know that's not who I am. I'm also like an incredibly honest person because I feel really awkward lying. And so, and I can't handle lying from other people like at all, even like a funny lie. I really have a hard time with that. So if somebody said, you're so dishonest, you're such an, you know, you're like not an honest person, it wouldn't impact me at all because I'm like, okay, well, I know I'm like incredibly honest to the point where I can't lie even when I need to. You know, if it's a surprise birthday, don't ask me because I'm going to have a dumb smile on my face. I'm going to give the game away because I can't lie. So you want to find those things for your kids. What are some core personality traits, skills, and uh, physical attributes that they love about themselves, they know about themselves, and no one can take that away. So in my online class, I walk kids through this. I make them pick them out. I make them identify them. I make them hone in on them and really own them. And you can do that as well with your kids. You want to do it. You want to do it a little bit more nonchalantly than like, what are your wonderful traits? Let's list them out. And then I want you to repeat them after me every day. No, you could be a little bit more natural about it. Um, I hone in on my kids' positive attributes and then I kind of weave them into our daily and weekly and monthly life. So if I see my son being a role model, that's kind of what I'm highlighting with him right now. I'll say something like, you know, thank you. Like last night, actually, we were coming home really late from, um, we had some relatives in town and we're visiting them and we're coming home really late. Well, late for my kids is like nine (laughs) o'clock. They go to bed pretty early. And my daughter, my six-year-old who was just diagnosed with celiac, she's really been grumpy lately. And I know celiac disease actually can make you irritable. So I'm really hoping that maybe now that we're going to change her diet, maybe her irritability will go away, but she's been quite the beast lately. And I know it's really hard because she's had like a lot of medical stuff happening to her and her diet now has changed. So I get it. But anyway, last night she was being really obnoxious to my son. She's calling him names. She's just out of control right now. And he just looked at her and he goes, look, I know it's because you're tired and it's okay. And then she was upset about something. And he said, I will help you with it. You need to, it's okay. I'll help you. Super calm. So I turned to him and I was like, I love that she is being horrible to you and you're not adding to it at all. In fact, you're being incredibly helpful, even when she's saying mean things, because I've been working really hard with him because he's very retaliatory and he kind of like, he feels like he has to get back at people. And so since I've been honing in on this strength, this great thing, he's been owning it and he's been doing it more. And it's become part of a personality trait that he's recognizing in himself. So 
he doesn't have social anxiety, but I'm just using that as an example that you can weave this into your life, but you want to conscientiously, intentionally pick these attributes in your kids so that you know what you're highlighting so that you can do it all the time. Because once your child starts to identify with who they are and stops depending on other people to do identify who they are, they're going to be more solid in social situations because they can be who they are and not worry if other people are going to define them in a different way. That's a hard thing to do, but it is possible. So the last thing I want to talk about is how you act. So you can model how you want to act in front of your kids. And that really sends a message to their social anxiety. Either it confirms that they should be paranoid and worried about what other people think, or you model self-confidence in what you do and what you say so that your children see that it doesn't really matter what other people think. Because again, at the core of social anxiety is the fear of what other people think whether they're judging you, rejecting you, criticizing you, think you're stupid or dumb um, or awkward. It all comes down to worrying about what other people think. And a lot of times as parents, we don't emulate self-confidence. We talk about our own concerns about how we look in front of other people. We even correct our kids and we say, don't wear that. You know, other people aren't going to, you know, think that looks good or that doesn't match or, um, like be quiet, you know, we're upsetting other people. (laughs) Now, some of that is okay. As I'm saying that it sounds like we're trying to make our kids really rude and not match, (laughs) but I think you just have to be careful with your own anxiety. And maybe I'm saying this also because I was a socially anxious parent and I really had to work on it. So being aware of not being socially sensitive yourself. I remember when my youngest was a toddler and I was really like in the throes of my social anxiety, probably at the worst, it was when my Miss Six was three. I mean, it's really been in the last year and a half that I have just worked super hard, recognized I had social anxiety and have worked super hard at conquering it myself. But we had, we'd have swim class and she would say the most embarrassing things to the other adults. There was this heavy set guy. And every time he walked in, she would scream at the top of her lungs. Here comes the giant mom, mom, the giant is here. Hi giant. And it was mortifying (laughs) because it was like really big guy. And I felt so bad because she was being so rude, but she didn't mean anything of it. So as I got better with my social anxiety, I've learned to roll up with the punches and recognize that my kid's behavior doesn't necessarily reflect on me, like in those situations, of course their manners do, but you know, if my kids want to wear mixed match flip-flops and we're just running out to the store that used to bother me. And I'd say, no, you got to change them because I don't want people to think that I don't have like the right shoes for you. Or if my son wasn't matching and I'd say, Hey, that doesn't match. And I would show him what would match. And he would say to me, mom, I don't care. I like it this way. And he's old enough, you know, to wear his own clothes then I have to let that go. So that has been really difficult, but it's been important because now, because we talk a lot about social anxiety in my home, my kids will call me on it sometimes and they'll say, mom, remember, we don't care about what other people think. 
And it's been great because I realized that we're doing it as a team. We're all working on not defining ourselves by what other people think. We're working on defining ourselves by what we think. And on that level, we're all on an even playing field because we are all trying to find our way through that. And probably most of us as human beings are, it's rare to find someone who's so super self-confident that they don't have those thoughts with social anxiety though. You have them nonstop and they debilitate you and they knock you off your feet. They prevent you from doing fun things. They, they make you avoid a lot of stuff. So there is a difference because a lot of kids are insecure, but social anxiety takes it to a whole new level. So the good news is you can give your child tools and skills or yourself, if this is resonating with you, and it will turn your life upside down in a positive way because who I was two years ago and who I am now are literally completely two different people. Like I wouldn't even recognize myself. I watch old videos of myself from when I first started doing all this online stuff and it's cringeworthy to me because I'm so soft-spoken. I don't laugh. I don't joke. I'm not animated. I'm taking myself so seriously. It's just not who I am anymore. So save your child a lot of time and hassle. It's not your journey. It's your child's journey, but it is your responsibility to give them the tools to beat social anxiety. You can't beat it for them, but you can definitely give them the tools to do it for themselves. And if you have social anxiety, it is not too late. I mean, I was, I'm 46 now. So I was 44 when I started really, really working on it because I always thought I was just an introvert and people just didn't like me. <laughs> and then I realized that's not true. You know, I am an introvert. That is a hundred percent true, but it's not true that people don't like me. You know, a lot of people aren't friendly and I would interpret that as a rejection And a lot of people have friends and I would go to school activities and I wouldn't have friends. And that's just because I'm an introvert, not because people don't like me. There is a difference. So I did make a YouTube video about this because this is social anxiety week for me. Um, So if you want to check that out, it will come out on Thursday. And what day would that be? Uh, 12, I think it's October 18th. And You can check that out at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash anxious toddlers 78. And my YouTube video will be out. It's really for kids probably like nine and up, I would have to say, and adults. So you can show your kids that. And I also want to talk to you about this positive parenting bundle. If you're interested in my online class, and even if you aren't, this might be a good deal for you because there are other classes that are phenomenal and they're all classes that are over a hundred dollars and you're getting all of them for $97, but only for the next 24 hours because Wednesday is the last day and then it's gone forever because this bundle is not going to come back. There might be a new bundle next year, a different rendition, but probably all of these parenting bloggers are going to be different next year. So let me quickly tell you what they are. So you know what you're missing if you don't get it. Hold on. Okay. So I'm going to quickly go through them so that you know everything that's in the bundle. I'm going to tell you how much they actually go for. And these are actual prices because like my online course is $127. It's not like valued at $127. Like that's how much it will be starting Thursday. And it's the same for all of these courses because a lot of people think like parenting bundles are like a scam or they're like, wait, what's the catch? And I was like that too. When I used to buy like blogger bundles and stuff, I'd be like, wait a minute, 
why am I getting like 15 courses for the price of one? Like, what's the catch? And then I realized, like, then I learned what bundles are and bundles are just that, like they're just crazy good deals for a very short period of time and then they're gone. And people who participate, they benefit because they are reaching other people's audiences. So that's the benefit for them to give their product for so inexpensive, but it really is great for parents, especially with parenting bundles. So I'm going to quickly go through them. You get the Positive Parenting Conference. It's a recording of the entire 2018 conference. That's valued at, well, it's not valued at, it costs $157. Um, If you guys know Nicole Schwartz from Imperfect Families, she's awesome. And her course, Communication for Imperfect Families, is included, and that's $158. Um, Positive Parenting, Your Complete Guide to Building Family Happiness, That is from Positive Parenting Connection, normally $150. Listening Partnerships course for reducing parenting stress. That is from Hand in Hand Parenting, normally $89. Uh, Spiritual Kids e-course, that is from Spiritually Aware Parenting, and that is normally $127. Family Systems Basic Training, that's from Power of Families, that's $97 normally. The Birds and Bees Made Easy for Parents, that's $169 normally. My Class, Crush Social Anxiety, um, it's $127 normally. Getting Your Mind Right for Successfully Parenting Kids with ADHD. I know a lot of us have kids with multiple diagnoses, and that's normally $47. Mental Strength, Mastering the Three Core Factors, that's normally $97. Emotion Coaching, an Essential Part of Your Parenting Toolbox, by Childproof Parenting, that's normally $49. How to Create a Growth Mindset and Change a Fixed Mindset, that is from 0 to 5, and that's normally $49. A Positive Parenting Course with Suzanne Tucker, that's a great program, and that's normally $129. And the last one is Stop Yelling in 21 Days, that's worth it in and of itself, and that is from Andy Smithson and True Parenting, and his course is normally $99. So all these classes typically cost over $1,500 and you pay just $97. So it's a 93% discount, which is totally insane. And it will be gone tomorrow. So, and no joke, it's not one of those things that it's actually going to be around. It will be because none of us can really have our courses out there to that many people for that little amount. So if you are busy and you don't have you're not in front of your computer because I will leave a link below to check out the link. But if you text 44222, that's 44222, and text the word Social Anxiety Week, all one word, Social Anxiety Week, I will send you a link to sign up for the bundle. Now, just for my podcast listeners, because I want to give you something special because a lot of times I'm giving my private Facebook group specials, or I'm giving my email list specials, and you may not even be aware of all that. For the first person who orders the bundle through my text and you hit my link and you sign up, you can email me, email me, and in the message, write podcast 44222 and send me your receipt. So if you email me at info at anxioustoddlers.com, That's info at anxioustoddlers.com. And then in the message, write 
the text 44222 and then also send me the receipt for the bundle that you bought the bundle. I will give the first person a free one-on-one coaching call with me for an hour. So that is because I don't want you to miss out on this. I know if you're anything like me, you probably procrastinate because I do when I listen to podcasts or I hear a good deal. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. I'll definitely go back to that. And then I don't, a lot of times I forget. So just for my podcast audience, and that's why I, if you put the text number, I'll know that it's for my podcast uh, and send me your receipt. The first one I get, I will reply back to you and I'll say, guess what? You were the first person to purchase this bundle and you showed me your receipt and give me your Skype handle or your FaceTime handle and we will set up a time to talk for a full hour and I will do a coaching call with you and help you with whatever issues you're having with your child. So even if you're not into social anxiety and that's not your child's thing, these other online classes are amazing. So if you click my link and you purchase through my link and you email me, you're also going to get a one-on-one coaching call, which in and of itself is valued at $150. So that's a pretty amazing deal. So don't forget to text 44222 and type in social anxiety week, all one word. And I will see you hopefully on a one-on-one coaching call. All right. Well, I hope you find the sparkle in everything you do. And I will talk to you next Tuesday. Take care. Thank you for listening to AT Parenting Survival Podcast. For more tips and parenting support, visit anxioustoddlers.com. 